Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of two college athletes. He has a wealth of experience to share. Here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 332 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. This episode is sixth in a series of an inside look at the NCAA, NAIA, and NJCAA websites. This week's topic is a look at what to know before you go. This is a topic for future college-bound student-athletes that is on the NCAA.org website. The previous five episodes in this series covered eligibility centers, academic requirements, guides for the college-bound student-athlete, questions to ask, and frequently asked questions or FAQs. The main reason for this episode and the other five are to help you stay focused on one subject at a time. These three free websites are full, maybe over full, of information to help you in your recruiting journey. These episodes will save you money, time, and stress. Another way to save money, time, and stress is to go to recruit-me.com and subscribe to the Recruit Me monthly newsletter and also get the free recruiting power pack. The Power Pack gets you three handy recruiting resources, the first steps to an athletic scholarship, a when and how to use video file, and a player profile template. So go to recruit-me.com to get these great resources. Let's start out by going to the NCA.org website. On that website, go to the Student Athletes link at the top of the page, and there are 15 links in the pull-down menu. We have hit on the Want to Play College Sports link, through the first five episodes in this series. I have ran you through the register with the NCAA eligibility link, the download the resources link, the FAQ search, and have a question link, and then the PDFs for play Division I, Division II, and Division Three sports. Today we will hit on the box that is titled Know Before You Go. The Know Before You Go box has five links with bullet points and two more links at the bottom of the box. The five bullet point links are choosing a college, recruiting fact sheet PDF, recruiting, scholarships, and guide for the college-bound student-athlete. The choosing a college link provides you with information that episode 330, questions to ask, covered. There are 39 questions in the five categories that this page suggests you ask or consider asking. The four categories are questions to ask a coaching staff, questions to ask the admissions staff, college life, and financial aid. The recruiting fact sheet PDF link gives you a two-page PDF with facts and stats about NCA recruiting. There are three columns of information, a column for each division of the NCA level. The Division I column states that the Division I schools on an average enroll the most students. They manage the largest athletic budgets, offer a wide array of academic programs, and provide the most athletic scholarships and financial support. The Division II provides growth opportunities through academic achievement, high-level athletic competition, and community engagement. Many participants of Division II are first-generation college students, and the Division III column states that the Division III experience provides an integrated environment that focuses on academic success while offering competitive athletics and meaningful non-athletic opportunities. 
The Division III column shows that there are 201,387 participating student-athletes in 433 colleges and universities. The Division II column shows that there are 130,373 participating student-athletes in 296 colleges or universities, and the Division I column posts that there are 188,710 participating student-athletes. According to Google, colleges and universities primarily differ in programs offering a degree type. Generally, university refers to large institutions offering both undergraduate and graduate programs. College refers to community colleges, technical schools, and liberal arts colleges. As we continue through the three columns on the PDF about NCA recruiting facts, in Division I, 58% of all student-athletes receive some level of athletic aid. The Division II level, 67% of all student-athletes receive athletic aid. And zero student-athletes receive athletic aid in Division III. But 80% of all student-athletes receive some form of academic scholarships or need-based grants. Institutional gift aid totals $17,000 on average. NCA Division III, as of 2021, has an 88% academic success rate, Division II, 76% academic success rate, and Division I, 89% academic success rate. The median undergrad enrollment in Division I is 8,449 students. Division II is 2,300 students, and Division III is 1,655 students. The average number of teams per school is 19 for Division I and Division III and 16 for Division II. NCA Division III schools have a 17% rate of student body participating in sports, Division II 11%, and Division I 5%. And there are 26 national championships to win in Division I, 25 in Division II, and 28 in Division III. The second page of the Recruiting Fact Sheet PDF asks questions like, Does the NCA award athletic scholarships? Do many high school student-athletes earn athletic scholarships? Do NCA student-athletes have difficulty meeting graduation requirements with the time demands of their sports? Do many NCA student-athletes go on to play professionally? Then there is a chart on this PDF that estimates the probability of competing in the NCA athletics beyond high school. The chart states that there are 7.2 million high school student-athletes based on NFHS stats from 2019-2020 and 2020-2021 school years. There are 499,000 college NCA student-athletes, making it 7% of high school student-athletes that move on to an NCA sports team. Then it breaks down some sports into the percentage moving from high school to NCAA. Men's basketball, 3.5%. Women's basketball, 4.1%. Football, 7.3%. Baseball, 7.5%. And men's ice hockey, 12.3%. That is a quick overview of the NCA Recruiting Facts PDF. The next bullet point link is the recruiting link. This page starts by saying that NCA member schools have adopted rules to create an equitable recruiting environment. Rules seek, as much as possible, to control intrusions into the lives of student-athletes. The NCA defines recruiting as any solicitation of a prospective student-athlete or their parents by an institution staff member 
or by a representative of the institution, and athletics interested for the purpose of securing a prospective student-athlete's enrollment and ultimate participation in the institution's intercollegiate athletics program. Who? Can you repeat that back to me? This website continues with a lot of FAQs. These questions are covered in episode 331. This page answers what is a contact, what is a dead period, what are recruiting calendars, and a few more. The fourth link in the five bullet points under the Know Before You Go heading is scholarships. The first line is that the NCA Division I and Division II schools provide more than $3.6 billion in athletic scholarships annually to more than 180,000 student-athletes. A side note, there are 319,083 total NCA Division I and Division II athletes according to an earlier PDF fact sheet. Remember, not all NCA Division I and Division II athletes get an athletic scholarship. So the math tells you that 56% of the total athletes get an athletic scholarship. Also, the page states that the NCAA Division III student-athletes get zero athletic scholarships. The second paragraph finishes with a statement that a college education is the most rewarding benefit of the student-athlete's experience. Next, there is a link called Learn More About the Probability of Going Pro. The third paragraph defines a full scholarship, and it says a full scholarship covers tuition and fees, room and board, and course-related books. Most student-athletes who receive an athletic scholarship receive an amount covering a portion of these costs. The site says that many student-athletes also benefit from academic scholarships and NCAA financial aid programs. There are two big mays in this statement that you need to check on. NCAA Division II schools may provide student-athletes with multi-year scholarships. Additionally, Division I schools may pay for student-athletes to finish their bachelor's or master's degrees after they have finished playing the NCAA sport. These are some of the questions covered in Episode 330 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. The last paragraph on this scholarship's information page tells you that if a school plans to reduce or not renew a student-athlete's aid, the school must notify the student-athlete in writing by July 1st and provide an opportunity to appeal. In most cases, coaches decide who receives a scholarship and the scholarship amount and whether it will be renewed. I don't know why this information isn't on this page, but there are only six sports that give full-ride scholarships. These six sports are only at the NCAA Division I level and are called headcount sports. So when a college coach offers a student-athlete a spot on one of these sports, it is a full ride. The sports are men's Division I basketball and men's FBS football. Then the next four are women's basketball, women's tennis, volleyball, and women's gymnastics. The rest of the sports in the NCAA Division I or Division II are called equivalency sports and normally give a set amount of partial scholarships. It is very rare that an equivalency sport gives an athletic full-ride scholarship. The last bullet point link is a link to the Guide for the College-Bound Student-Athletes, a PDF. This subject was a featured subject in episode 328 just a few weeks ago. Go to recruit-me.com and go to the Athletic Scholarship Podcast page to listen to episode 328. There are two links at the bottom of the Know Before You Go box, and they are links to the National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics, or NAIA, and the National Junior College Athletics Association, 
or the NJCAA or JUCO websites. When you click on the NAIA link, you go to NAIA.org homepage. On the NAIA.org homepage, there are four headers. Why NAIA, Sports, Schools, Schools Conferences, and Student-Athletes. The Why NAIA link is more for schools that are interested in joining the NAIA, and it's not as much for the student-athlete. The sports header lists all the NAIA sports available and has NAIA sports, information like past NAIA athletes, and NAIA news and players of the week. The schools link allows you to search for NAIA schools. The conference link lets you see all the NAIA conferences. This is a great way to do research and build your college school list. The last header is the student athlete link, and it has six links in its pull down. In the middle of the student athlete's homepage is a section called What Sets the NAIA Apart? And it's in a big red box. It lists benefits of NAIA play. NAIA gives you more opportunities to play, play at a high caliber of competition, more chances for postseason play, possible junior varsity or reserve teams, and more multi-sport athletes. Smaller programs allow you to get involved with close-knit communities, pursue your chosen major, and the ability for additional extracurricular activities. The Future Student Athletes link has been covered well over the previous four episodes in this series. The other link in the NCA Know Before You Go box is the NJCAA.org link. Let's click on it. There are four headers on the NJCAA.org homepage. A sports header, championships header, membership, and about header. The sports header lists all the men's and women's sports at the JUCO level. The championship link covers the 52 national championships of the 520 member colleges for the 60,000 student-athletes, and it also highlights some of the 1,565 All-Americans. The members link and the about link are for the actual JUCO colleges themselves. Also at the bottom of the NJCAA.org homepage is a rankings link and a regions link. And again, this is good to help build and research a college school list. The Compete NJCAA link is the best straightforward information link. On this page is a The NJCAA Experience link. And that link takes you to a nicely organized presentation of the JUCO experience. You can also search for NJCAA colleges. Compare the cost of a JUCO, which is a two-year college, to a four-year college. The average yearly cost of tuition, fees, room and board for students is $12,720 for a junior college, as compared to $36,720 for four-year colleges. Again, I have covered the JUCO information in the past five episodes of the Look Inside the Levels of Play websites. I hope you are getting a belly full of recruiting information from these three websites. The NCAA website is overstocked with helpful information. I wanted to do this series to help you pinpoint a subject. This series is to help you save money and save some stress in your recruiting journey. Many student-athletes and their family want to save time by hiring an expensive service to maybe save that time and to gain some peace of mind. Recruit Me's goal, along with the Athletic Scholarship Podcast, is to provide you with as much free and inexpensive recruiting resources to recruited families. Why spend thousands of dollars to get about the same amount in athletic scholarships? Getting recruited takes a lot of time. So listen to the whole series to reduce some of that time as you weave around the recruiting maze. 
Besides the free Athletic Scholarship Podcast, RecruitMe provides you with a free recruiting power pack, the free RecruitMe monthly newsletter, and if you email me and ask, I'll send you two new recruiting worksheets to help you build your college parameters list and college school list. Email me at brent at recruit-me.com. Also, email me if you have any questions or comments about recruiting or if you have any subjects you would like the Athletic Scholarship Podcast to cover. Next week's episode, episode 333, continues with the series of looks into the NCAA, the NAIA, and the NJCAA websites. You will get introduced to what each site has to say about the new name, image, and likeness policy, or as you may know it better, NIL. So join me next Tuesday for another 15 minutes that will change your athletic scholarship future.